From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part four of our series on money and marriage, the side hustle. Vanessa Lauder has been quoted as saying, I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that, as we talk about this idea of side hustles, there's going to be a lot of work that comes into that idea. And, and what does that look like in order for you and your spouse to have success mm-hmm. in this area of financial intimacy? But first, we start each show with a hug and hugs an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage has been transformed. And this week's hug is sponsored by Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. And this book, among many things, is going to help you get on the same page financially so money struggles won't be such an issue in your marriage. We're going to share a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, the hug actually starts, it's a little creative. It says, I know most of these hugs start out with, I found your podcast and the first episode I heard changed my life. I can't say that, but please stick with me. He goes on to say, or this person goes on to say, I found your podcast several years ago and it filled me with hope. At the time, I wasn't able to communicate my needs to my wife. Hearing you talk about your relationship caused me stress. And so I unsubscribed. Fast forward to me getting a new job and overcoming Mm. some of my insecurities. I started being able to voice my desire for more physical intimacy. Well, a couple weeks ago, I thought about your podcast and listened to it in a much more positive frame of mind. And one of the shows that I listened to talked about the intimacy lifestyle. Yeah. When I was 15 minutes into episode 328, the intimacy lifestyle, I texted the link to my wife and told her I really wanted her to listen to it. The way the two of you shared about Tony feeling rejected and Elisa's feeling of overwhelm, it really struck home with both of us. The next time I saw her, she apologized with tears in her eyes and said she didn't really understand how I was feeling about our physical relationship. Mm. Even though we were talking about how I wanted more, it took your words and experience for her to see how really important it was to me. Thank you for the hope this is providing in our relationship. Mm, Love it, love it. You know, these are the types of messages... And, and hearing how this impacts you guys, this is why we get up and do what we do every single day. It's why we tackle the tough topics, whether it's about sex or, you know, the series that we've been doing on money. Mm-hmm. Because awkward conversations around like the big topics, they're a factor in marriages. And finances is one of those big ones that we deal with on a day-to-day basis as we've been sharing throughout the show. Right, throughout this series. I mean, throughout this series, yes. You know, we started part one with bringing our finances together. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Part two, those money conversations. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? And, and hopefully through this series, it's opening up that money conversation for you and your spouse. Part three was dealing with debt. And I and I know a lot of you ha- have hit us back and talking about that and, and the weight you feel from it. So that's where we jump into part four here today. And we talk about that side hustle and how you can bust through that debt or other or other things you want to do. Absolutely. And a quick definition of a side hustle, because maybe there are those out there that haven't heard that term before. And it's something that that you're doing outside of your regular job to bring in additional money, right? Which obviously is a big, giant definition, mm-hmm. but that's part of the beauty of it, right? There aren't a lot of constrictions on what that might be. And 88% of the one family has at least considered doing a side hustle. 
And I really think it's because as we, you know, shared last week when we were talking about debt, you know, the number one reason why so many people are considering a side hustle or doing a side hustle is because folks want to pay off their debt. You want to get out of that. Yeah, that freedom that comes with it. Now you may have to put a little work in now. You may have to put put in a little extra time now. Mm-hmm. And yet there's an outcome on the other side of that that allows you to live like nobody else. Absolutely. And you know, debt's not the only reason nope, that folks not. think about doing side hustles. It could be it could be travel. You want to travel more, you want to, you know, take bigger trips, longer trips, trips just the two of you. You want to be able to save. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's let's have that nest egg. Let's have that emergency fund. You want to be able to do date nights and date your spouse again and so that extra income allows you to be able to do those types of things or maybe you just want to invest in your future. Mhm. Right. You want to be able to you know, invest in real estate, invest in you know, retirement, that type of thing. You want to be able to do it. And we get it. We have done a number of different side hustles for, I would say, almost every single one of those reasons at one point or another. You yeah. know, th- th- it was always about for us, like, what, what can we do? And I remember because last week when we did talk about debt, one of the big things that we were looking at back in the day when we did have that debt was what can we sell? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't called a side hustle back then. It was just more of a, what do we have around us? What do, what do we what do we have that we can make into money? Right. That we could sell, that we could find somewhere for cheap and then turn around and sell it. Those were back in the days when Amazon, this is back in the days when the big thing on Amazon was selling books. Right. And, and it could be from textbooks to just normal books, workbooks, finance books, whatever you could get your hands on, but finding those at garage sales or yard sales for dimes, quarters, and then being able to sell it on Amazon was great. eBay back in the day was a, a great place and still is a place. And there are other marketplaces, obviously. I'm, we're just sharing from our experience here. But that was a great place where we would find and we knew we had in our home top end gear. Mm-hmm. And I remember still to this day, our first sale on eBay was a North Face Kachatna jacket. It was a big old fat Gore-Tex Mountaineer jacket. And I was like, oh, I think I probably spent a few hundred dollars on what it, because of what it was. And I was like, man, if we get 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, I'd be happy. And I remember putting that thing up and people just bidding that thing. It was, it was crazy. I don't remember what we sold it for, but it was a lot more than I thought we would. There have been times when Elisa was in direct sales, network marketing. We did some MLM type stuff Mm -hmm. back in the day. Um, I remember there was a time like, and many of you know, from listening, my passion was cycling Mm -hmm. and I, and I, and I loved cycling. And so there were so many different events going on. I decided to start a company called cyclism adventures. And this was a side hustle to just put on day long, not day long, but day events. So it would be anywhere from maybe like a 20 miler to the, the epic would be like in the 60, 70 mile range, tough events. Um, we did that window washing. I, I did some window washing at, at one point to, 
to, to make some side money. I, I just have to laugh. I actually, the first thing I remember, and I'm just over here giggling, the first thing that I remember as selling on eBay mm. was not that Gore-Tex jacket. It was, it was actually not. that Norwegian sweater that you had from the girl that you were dating when we first met. Was it that one? It, it very well may be the oh, Gore-Tex wow. jacket, okay. but that's what I remember. I'm like, yeah, we're getting rid of that thing and we're mm. getting money for it because she's gone. I'm here. Sell the sweater. No, so. <laughs> and then what you're listening to now. One Extraordinary Marriage Show. It started out as a hobby and became a side hustle as we began to write books and offer courses and do other things like that to now it's our full-time business. It went from that side hustle where my other business became the side hustle and One Extraordinary Marriage became the Mm full-time. And so there's been shifts, but all along our journey, and those are just some, I can't remember some of the others. Some of them were so quick. You can't even, I can't even remember what they were, but they were there because each and every step of the way, we were looking at ways to, to save and see what worked for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we did the show on debt, that was episode 499, uh, you know, we, we were talking about that amount of money, right? You know, the, the number, the, the average number that is being carried in the one family is about $41,000. Correct. And, you know, so this week as we're looking at side hustles, I asked the question, I'm like, how much, how much money would make a difference in your month? Right. And, okay. you know, cause like, let's just talk, like, what's that number, mm-hmm. right? How much is going to, how much is going to shift you from being like, Ugh, to we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And it was $867 and the numbers range. That was the average. That was the average. Mm-hmm. And, and we had numbers all the way from like $1,000 up to or $100 up to $5,000. Okay. Right. So big range, but uh, give or take about $900 would make a difference for most in the one family. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about $100, that's, that's an awesome date night. Mm-hmm. once a month. And hey, for others, if your debt's a little higher or maybe you're going after certain things, yeah, that 5,000 would make a huge difference. And you, my mind works that I like to break things down. And so I looked up, I'm like, what's the federal minimum wage, right? What's this going to look like if we were just talking minimum wage? Min- the federal minimum wage is seven twenty-five an hour. Okay. And I know that different states have different amounts, but we, gotta, you, we just got to stick with one number. So we go, what's the federal? You would need to work roughly 120 hours a month to be at that $867. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but most people I know do not have an additional 120 hours on what on top of what they're doing. Yeah, well, that's three more weeks of work. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You full just time. Don't, full time, yeah. Full time. You know, and so because of that, it allows you to really get creative in what does the side hustle look like, right? What can we do that's going to that's gonna push that needle above the minimum wage you know, if we're looking at that night, how do we get there faster? Yeah. Right. And how do we, how do we look at this and how is this first and foremost, because you're married, you need to ask the question, how is the side hustle going to impact our marriage? First and foremost, mm-hmm. b- before you start going down the road of what I want to do and what's it going to look like, uh, what, it, what is taking on an additional income stream and everything that's involved in that? What's that going to do to the connection that you and I have? Because the conversation needs to be about where you're at mm-hmm. and is it, is it worth it at, at this time? And if so, you know, you need to think in terms of how long are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. What, what is your earning potential in that time frame? Because if you're in say again, that range is $41,000 in debt and say you sell some things at the home and whatever, and maybe you get down to 20, are you looking at, Hey, in a year, we're going to generate $20,000 
and be done with it. Right. And then we're done with the side hustle. And, and maybe we may move on to something else. We may shut it down, whatever it may mean. But you also have to have those those conversations. Take Taking away time from family, kids, other activities that you may be. What's the risk involved? Mm-hmm. You, you have to ask these questions depending on what you're going to get into. And we're going to get into what you may start here in a little bit. You know, like I shared a little bit, was is this a short term? Like you're going to try something or are you looking to honestly grow something that may replace what you're doing now? You know, I've, I've known of a number of folks who started side hustles that turned into, we're living proof of it, that started side hustles that grew into their main thing. And then they took their main thing and became consultants because mm-hmm. they had enough money already making what they wanted to, became consultants for the company that they were working for, making more money crazy types of things that I've, I've seen and heard. Um, and what type of support do you need through this process? Because your spouse is going to be there and you may not be doing it together. Your, your spouse may be doing it on their own. So how do you support one another? I remember when Elisa was doing a ton of direct sales, mm-hmm. there were times that I was frustrated because she would be gone in the evenings. And she'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to do this show. Da, 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 da. I'll be home in a couple hours. And before you know it, it would be four or five hours. And I would be frustrated. And I didn't know how to support her through that. And so we had to walk through what does it look like to be doing this? Mm-hmm. And what is the spouse who's, you know, like you said, if you aren't working together, in a side hustle, what does the person who isn't doing the side hustle, what kind of support do they need? I mean, that's really where the emotional connection really needs to be strong when you're taking on an additional something. Mm -hmm. So true. Because in marriage, when we're making, when we're dealing with making a decision like this, right? A decision that, you know, it's going to impact money and time and availability and all of these different types of things. You don't have the privilege of making that decision in isolation. Right. right. Like you did when you were single, right? When you're single, you want to make a decision that, you know, you're going to work an extra five hours a week. Uh, who are you impacting? You're not. Go work the extra five hours. When you're married, when you have a family, when you do all of these things together, you make a decision on working an extra five hours a week or 10 or whatever it may be. You're impacting yourself. You're impacting your marriage and you're impacting your spouse. And Elise and I have had to deal with this ebb and flow for many years. There were times that... I would be working my other business all day long, mm-hmm. come home, we'd have dinner, we'd sit down for a brief moment or two, and then honestly, I'd be behind the computer until midnight, one o'clock. She'd already be in bed, kids would be in bed, uh, and we had to work through those situations. And what does this look like for us? We got to a point where it, it was tough on both of us, mm-hmm. and, and we got frustrated. And there was a point with within the One Extraordinary Marriage show that all we did was one show a week. That's all we had time for. Um, And, you know, it wasn't going where we wanted to go, but we knew that's what we could do in this season of our lives. Mm -hmm. And there have been other times when, you know, now where we're at and as we are ramping up to where we are now, we knew the extra hours that were needed and supporting one another. But there were times when it was tough. We, we, We... we, we had our we had our moments. I remember with cyclism adventures, you know, putting on those one day events. Alisa was sort of like, cycling is your thing. And yet I was like, I need all the free help I can get. Like, we are serving 300 cyclists here today. You need to be out there. 
helping. I mean, I remember recruiting my dad and some of his friends to help out to make an event happen so we could pull out profits. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my, that's, that's my goal in any side hustles. We're actually going to pull profits. We're going to have money that we can apply to our household income. Cause that's a really good point. The idea of doing a side hustle is not to go into more debt, right? You're not giving up all of this time and energy and even the initial investment to continuously lose money. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Right. That, that, that that's not a win for your marriage. Not at all. I, I, and, and I feel like I need to point that out because sometimes we'll see opportunities and we'll be like, this is going to be like, this is going to be the next greatest thing since sliced bread. And then you start really investigating it and you start looking at what the time commitment is going to be and what the financial commitment is going to be. And you're like this, the cost for this, the cost for this may be too big. Mm-hmm. And, and so both the, in time, both in money, both in, or, or thirdly in, in the emotional loss, stress. So, so you have to wade through this. Not, not every opportunity is going to be fantastic. And yet there could be something that's there right under, right under your nose. That's like, that's what I need to do. And I would say before we start to you know dig into the options yeah. and just talk about some of those other things, don't just look at the profit potential. Make sure when you look at a side hustle that you are, like Tony said, you're looking at all those different components because you want to make sure that it's going to be a win on all levels for you, your spouse, and your marriage. And, and, but first, we, as before we go into like what the different options are and the questions that you need to ask yourself, want to do a big thank you to this week's sponsor, Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. And the lessons in this book will not only change your physical intimacy, but are going to bring a dramatic improvement to every area of your marriage. The Lessons Inside Stripped Down, which is an easy-to-read workbook, will help you bring back the intimacy and passion to your marriage. You're going to learn about setting your priorities so that your marriage receives the attention it deserves. Super key when we're talking about side hustles. Mm -hmm. Getting out of those ruts both inside and outside the bedroom. Breaking down the communication barriers and much, much more. This book has been changing how couples do life. Get your copy today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash stripped down. Don't wait to build the intimacy in your marriage. Do it today when you grab the audiobook, ebook, or soft cover book at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash strip down. Again, that's oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash strip down. So as you start getting into this world of side hustles and what would it look like, and you start dreaming about what how can we generate that extra nine hundred dollars? Right. And I'm just using mm-hmm. the average for the one family. Start thinking about what are you passionate about? What are you good at? I I would say the big one. What, what are you competent at? Mm. What is your competency? You're looking to do something right now. You don't have time to, to wait four years to learn how to do something. What are you competent at? Are, are you skilled at like building databases? Can you do that on a marketplace where you know you can charge somebody 50 bucks, but it's something you already know. If that's not your competency, it's going to be really tough to be able to sell your service. So realize that that's something I learned Mm -hmm. personally. I mean, when we started One Extraordinary Marriage Show, there was no competency in this. Luckily, it was a hobby. And so we grew. Now, if I wanted to do something else in this sphere, I could do it because we have competency in this. And we we just want to share a good friend of ours, uh, Nick Loper at SideHustleNation.com and the Side Hustle Show. He is truly the expert when it comes to side hustles. I mean, 
I love his podcast and I have listened to it for years. I was actually interviewed by Nick some time ago, but he has a great article on the 10 questions to help you choose your best option. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have a link to that here in the show notes, but these questions get you thinking. Oh, I wish I'd had these questions all those years ago when we were exploring side hustles, Mm -hmm. because I think it would have at least, it would have just been that pause, right? So often we hear, oh, Oh, you know, somebody you know presents a business idea or a business opportunity or, you know, something to generate money. And you're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm going to do it. And you get into it and you're like, eh, not what I thought it was going to be. I didn't know that. I didn't know this. And, you know, a couple of the questions that he has on there is how excited are you about this idea? You may be super excited or it may just be like, well, I think I need to do this. The, your excitement for what you do, especially when it's something extra in addition to everything that you've already got on your plate that's going to be a game changer. Mm -hmm. Or it may be one of those situations where you're at and it's like, right now, we just need to have a side hustle. So I am willing to do something for six months, even though it doesn't really excite me. Because... This isn't going to excite you. This is part of those those parts where, you know, when Elisa read the the um, the quote at the top of the show today, where I never dreamed about success, I worked for it. Mm-hmm. This may be one of those times in, in your life where it's like, I just got to work for it. I mean, we have to go do something for six months because I know in six months we're going to get ourselves out of debt. And so really, is there a lot of excitement? If Is it a long-term side hustle? Is it a short-term, which would... I think, help you answer that question. Mm-hmm. Another question may be, how much capital will it realistically take to get this off the ground? So like Elisa said earlier, this isn't about getting you more into debt. And this is something we had to navigate when it came to the multi-level marketing world. Mm-hmm. And we had to discuss these things. It's like, wait a minute, some want you to invest a lot of money before you can get off the ground. There were some that Elisa did that required very little mm-hmm. and she could she could earn that back quickly. There was stuff like mine. How much do you have to invest? Cyclism Adventures, there wasn't really much I had to invest to get it off the ground. We had maybe four or 500 bucks to get things going, some insurance, some permits, some things like that. And so I could get it moving and I used free platforms to take my registrations in and things of that nature. So think about that because for me personally, especially in those days when we were in debt, I was more like, what could I get for cheap? What could I turn around and sell? One of the questions I would love to have you guys ask each other, what is the service-based business that we can start? Because service, again, if you're competent in an area and you can do a service there's very little startup costs and you can be making money quick. You know, another question, is there a clear path to your first com- customer or sale? Because that's a big one. The, the faster you can get a customer, the faster you can get a sale, the better off you're going to be. There's, you, you don't have time to wallow around for a year hoping and praying you're going to get a customer. You need to be in it and you need to be able to assess clients quickly. And it's okay if you have no's. Those no's teach you because when you get the yes, you find your perfect customer or your perfect client. And, and these are just a few. Again, we'll put the link here to the in the show notes so you can check out those 10 questions to help you choose your best option. Well, and I think the other thing that I found so valuable on um, Nick's site, SideHustleNation.com, he has this list of 99, that's what he calls mm-hmm. it, 99 side hustle business ideas you can start today. And what was fun about this list. There you go. Right. I mean. Okay, 
that in and of itself should be like, well, I at least want to take a look and, and we'll link to this article as well. But what I loved about going through this list is that I had asked all of you on Instagram stories, I had said, you know, what, either what are you doing already or what would you be interested in doing? Mm-hmm. And I love that so many of the ideas that you all had were also on Nick's list. And, you know, some of them are like food delivery, like Uber Eats, right? You get in your car, you pick up, you know, you sign up, you get in your car, you pick up food, you deliver it, you're done. Minimal startup costs. And we've met numerous people having taken Uber rides or Lyft rides over the years. A lot of them, it is. It's a side hustle for them because it's like, hey, I can jump in my car for a couple hours after work or before work. And it's it's great. I make a couple extra bucks. This is what I want to do. And moving on. It's not a full-time thing and rolling. Well, I remember just speaking to the um, the driving, which is another thing in addition to the delivery. I remember last year when we were doing the California Coastal Trail and we were having Uber drivers, you know, shuttle us between places. Mm-hmm. I remember one gal was telling us she makes on average between, I think like 25 and $30 an hour. Mm-hmm. And so if we're just talking about what the average minimum wage, you know, national average of minimum wage is $7 and she, let's just say she's making $28 an hour, $29. She's making four times. She can get to that number four times faster. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, those are the types now, of th- things. That may have changed over the years because those those guys are always fluctuating. But for, you get the for example. an example, you know, again, a lot of you said Facebook, Etsy. That's a that wasn't around when we did when we were there. Facebook wasn't around like that. That platform wasn't available to sell. Things. To sell. Right. You know, again, Amazon, eBay. My good friend Dustin over at Engaged Marriage. I mean, back in the day, he used to find golf clubs because he liked golfing and he knew how to clean them up and, and re refurbish them. And okay. so he would find used golf clubs, buy them low, refurbish them, sell them high, you know, I, and that just, it depends on where you're at and in the inventory you can find. When again, the competency, right? He was able, he knew golf clubs. Yes. You know, like if I were to do that, it would be a joke right? because I don't know, I don't know squat about golf clubs, but here's a pat, you know, an area where he's got a passion. He figured out how to make money on it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are teaching English online. Mm-hmm. Right, there's a program, program out there called VIP Kid, Airbnb. Yep, people are renting out their rooms in their home. They may have something, just a room. They may have, you know, here in California, yeah, the casitas and the casitas like- or the the granny flats or whatever like that. Baking, mm-hmm. you know, that that's again, it could be a passion. It could be something that you just enjoy. It's something like a baking. I would I would assume you have some competency in there. It's a service as well. You know, sports coaching or or coaching. Be doing do something that you're good at. D- please do not become a life coach and think you're going to find a side hustle doing that because it's too broad. Right. Especially when it's a side hustle. If it's something that you're looking for long term, by all means, go for it. But like a sports coach, hey, you're really good at hockey. And you've been playing hockey since you were six years old, and now you're you're 27. You have 21 years of experience. You know what you're doing. And maybe for a couple hours a week, you can do a group coaching. And you know the parents. And you're just like, hey, this is what we're doing, and I'm charging 100 bucks a kid for a four-week session. Whatever that may be for you in your area. Child care. Mm-hmm. Dog walking. Pet sitting. Catering. Computer repair service. What? No, I was just going to say, well, we, when we were in Colorado mm. a couple of weeks ago, we actually had dinner with someone in the one family and he was sharing mm-hmm. that there was a season where he was a handyman, mm-hmm. right? That was a side hustle to, to help cover the bills and things like that. And he's just like, I found out that there are a lot of people that, you know, can't hang their own pictures and can't do the little things around the house. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, and that was me. And I was doing it. I, I mean, we're in San Diego and I see so many handyman trucks and, and that's the same kind of thing. Like we recognize the need, look around you. Where are you proficient? Where do people, you know, where do you see an opportunity to fill what's not being done and then go out there. And here's the thing though, go out there and charge for your services. That's, that's for sure. Make sure you are charging appropriately. Don't, don't give yourself away. The idea behind doing the side hustle, the idea of behind chipping away this debt or saving or, or planning for travel is not that, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, it might be for a season. You want to be encouraged. I, I will tell you this, mm. follow Dave Ramsey on, um, on Instagram, mm-hmm. because when he's sharing stories of folks chipping away at their debt and the amounts of debt that they do, and you hear the side hustles and you hear how people have done it, it's incredible to have that hope and to go, oh my gosh, you know, $50,000 in six months, what they do? They got crazy. And they said, we're going to do whatever it takes. And when you've got that $41,000 in debt, or when you need that extra $900 a month, come together as a team and say, how are we going to do this? What is our goal? And how are we going to tackle this? Not only tackle it, but stay intact mm-hmm. as a married couple. There's so much potential for the two of you to, to literally link arms and to have this be such an incredible, viable area of your marriage. I mean, when we sat in our garage, guys, we sat in our garage in January of 2010 and got behind these microphones for the first time. If you had told us that that first recording would lead into our full-time business, I think we both probably would have fell out of our chairs laughing. Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure we would have been able to record the first show. Some of these side hustles that you're going to do, some of them, like Tony said, are going to be a short-term thing. And some of them are going to become something bigger than you ever imagined. Do it, right? Don't just dream about success. Create it in your marriage. Create it around your finances. Create it around this area of financial intimacy and grow together while you're tackling this area of of growth. Yeah, and, and as you start your side hustle, here's the one thing. Do not let fear of failure stop you. Don't believe me, we've failed. I'm sure there are a number of failures there that I just don't even remember anymore. And I will say, fail fast, fail quick, learn what you, what you don't like, learn what you like and go after it. And, and, and again, you don't need to spend a lot of money to start something. If you have a lawnmower in your garage and you can help out your neighbors or somebody, you know, in your community, maybe some of the commercial buildings or whatever, and doing landscaping for them, and that can work for a season of life or a season of time in your life, then go for it. But you don't have to, you don't have to sit on something if you don't like it. You can start it, you can get it going and and make the money that you need. That $841, I think, $847 was the average there. You guys can do this. And we're excited for you as you continue going through this series because there is a huge, huge way for you to have an impact on your marriage, on your debt, on your financial intimacy by starting a side hustle. Make sure you check out Nick Loper because he is truly the expert over there at Side Hustle Nation. We love you guys. We're excited to hear about your side hustles, what's going on. We love the one family. We know many of them in the position of the month club, our summit partners, they started side hustles and we use their services. And so we love hearing about what you're doing and how you're making an impact in your marriage. Love you guys. Take care. We'll catch you next week. And before I forget, part five of next week on our marriage and money uh, series, we're going to be discussing planning for the future. Love you guys.